0: The following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. Come celebrate as the D turns two years old. Saturday, February 9th at Wakely's, 700 Verrick Street in Utica. This year, we bring in the party with Sophistifunk. East Beats and Biz will be getting the crowd warmed up with old school hip-hop and funk. There'll be food, drink specials, giveaways, and we'll be giving out our annual D Awards. Save the date. Saturday, February 9th at Wakely's. The D, Sophistifunk, East Beats, and Biz all join in forces to deliver a powerhouse of a party. Disruption Network, two-year anniversary.
1: That's what's up. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and breaking everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online,
2: ejamoving.com. Hey Disruption Network, this is Mike Sacco, the General Manager at Nive Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Tabor Road in Rome or visit us online at 9vwofrome.com.
3: The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs.
0: The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Spotify. Get up on the disruption DisruptionNetwork.net. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption Team and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program.
1: I told you I was dead. (laughs) What's happening, everybody? Happy holidays. It is EC Radio. Hope you all enjoyed your holiday. Got everything that you wanted. Hope you tolerated your family. We are live and direct. DisruptionNetwork.net. You can follow us along on all our social media platforms. It is me, Z. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday. Feliz Navidad, people. Hope you had a good holiday. Big ups to my friend over at 92.7 FM, the Drive Genesee Joe through a great Christmas Eve party. If uh, you followed along on Disruption Network social media this past week, you saw us hanging out over there. He had pretty much every local musician in the area, from Taurus to uh, Kelly Yako and Mike from the Bomb and Max and Kelly and just all the greats of our local 315 music scene we were at Genesee Joe's studio the other day. So big ups to him. It was a great time. And thank you, Joe, for letting us be a part of your day. And I think we got a new annual tradition that we're going to be a part of. So joining me in the studio today, I was very excited to have this happen, actually. I've been talking to your dad for a while making this happen. Josh Ricky, local MMA pro fighter. Ruthless, the Ruthless one, huh? Yep. Where's that name come well,
4: yeah. from? Honestly, that name started... um. When I first started practicing, I was with my first coach, Duff Holmes,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and uh, I was like 6'17", I think, 16, and I used to, like, wrestle and, like, be, like, mean to, like, I used to be, like, aggressive, real aggressive. So he used to uh, bring in, like, all these bodybuilding guys used to come in to try, like, a class. And I used to be, like, 120 pounds. He used to put them with me. He used to be like, <laughs> you're going with that kid. And they um they used to look at me and be like, give me, like, a, you know, like...
1: Like, seriously, this kid? Yeah, like, this <laughs> kid, yeah.
4: And um I would just... I don't know, I'd, I'd keep beating them, beating him, and then they'd be like, oh my god. I mean, he, one day, like I was wrestling, he's like, man, he's like, you're ruthless. And then he's like, he's like, that's your name.
1: So it's been your moniker for a while then?
4: Since I started, before I even, I think before I even, my first fight, he's like, he's like, you're ruthless. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it, that's kind of how that came about.
1: So you started with Duff, huh?
4: Yes, yeah, so I started with Duff Holmes. That guy's and, a legend. Um, yeah, so when I first, so I, I always wanted really to do MMA. I was like... My brother grew up racing motocross, so I never had the chance to, like, wrestle or do anything. But at the dirt bike track, I was more worried about going to wrestle my buddies than going to race on, you know, (laughs) going to race. Like, I'd wrestle everybody. And uh, so one day I saw, I was like 16, I saw a preview commercial to uh, for MMA. So I was like, all right, I was like, I got to, I want to try this out. So I did, like, a beginner class. Fell in love with it. I wrestled my last year of high school and then joined their adult program, and they just kind of took off ever since. You know, I would then, like, it turned into one fight. I was like, I want to do one fight, and then I'm done. And um, I did one fight, and,
1: and... you got hooked.
4: I got hooked. I wasn't done, so uh. <laughs> it was cool.
1: How many amateurs fights did you have before you turned pro?
4: I had 14 MMA fights and two, two or three kickboxing fights. Oh, Okay. So and a bunch of grappling tournaments.
1: Take me through your training regiment because you have to learn kickboxing, you have to learn wrestling, you got to grapple, you got to learn boxing, Muay Thai, you got to learn all these different martial arts. So you have to take from each one of them. Take me through your training regiment. Like, do you uh, you set it out one day I'm doing this and one day I'm doing that? Or yeah.
4: So when I first started, it was kind of just like having fun with it. I was just training and you know having fun fighting, but not. I was being serious, but you know having fun. And then um couple fights before I pro, I ended up moving to Syracuse with uh, my head coach now, Jimmy Andrello, who's like, he's unbelievable, man. He's a wicked awesome guy. And um, now I train twice a day, no matter what. I either grapple and wrestle in the morning and then go to, out to Syracuse and uh, focus on all MMA stuff or kickboxing or one or the other out there. And then um, pretty much every day, six days a week, twice a day. The only day I take off is Sunday. And, you know... Not even every Sunday. Some Sundays I still go for a jog, and um,
1: so are you up at like four a.m. every yeah, I, morning? Yeah,
4: I actually just ran the other day at four a.m. in the morning. Four a.m. Yeah, three and a half miles, and then um, usually a couple sprints at the end.
1: You do outdoors, or are you doing a track, uh, or if
4: I go at four a.m. it's outdoors. Yeah, in the cold, I hate, I hate the cold, <laughs> and um, so and then conditioning is usually indoors. Mm-hmm. You know it's because I do like a bunch of different stuff.
1: So you're so. jogging outside, and today was like 18 degrees. Yeah, in the and you're cold. jogging in Yeah,
4: a, and I hate the cold. So.
1: <laughs> but toughens you up, man.
4: Yeah,
1: thickens your blood as too. It really does. Yeah. So like you're kickboxing, you're wrestling. Are you boxing? Boxing too?
4: Yeah, I do. I do everything. You do everything. Foc- focus on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key is like MMA itself is a, is one sport. Like everybody thinks, so you got to be good at you know you got to be good at every indig- individual mm-hmm. discipline. But MMA is one sport. Like, so you can get an awesome kickboxer that don't know, you know, good wrestling. And honestly, the wrestler might do better kickboxing because he's so scared of the takedown. So it just, you got to find a way to blend everything together and like, you know, make it work for you.
1: What's your favorite out of them?
4: I love wrestling. Wrestling? I love grappling and wrestling. Did you wrestle uh, in high school? One season. One season? And I, I think that's what, I, I go back to that season every day in my head and replay it because I, I wasn't satisfied. And... uh <laughs> That's not gonna happen in MMA. I'm gonna make it to where I want to go.
1: Right on. I was talking to my boy Mark Giordano from okay. Utica Combat Athletics, and he's been on the show before. He's been an old friend for for many years, and he was talking about you. Your conditioning is through the roof. He yeah. says the kid's cardio. He just not, he don't you don't stop.
2: Yeah, he's,
4: yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I just I can't picture myself going into a fight out of shape. Like that. That would be like my. That's like my biggest like. I would never do that, mm-hmm. and um, and I figure you know if you're gonna, if you know you got to fight, you, you, it's a sad excuse not to be in shape. So I mean that'll never happen. I'll never get beat because I was out of shape ever. I'll get beat because the other guy was better.
1: Right on, brother. So. so are you one to watch UFC constantly? Is UFC on your TV nonstop, twenty four hours?
4: Uh, yes and no. I mean I I follow, it, I watch it. I'm I'm pretty close to the sport, but um. Not like I don't I don't watch it twenty four seven, but I watch it a lot. I
1: notice you know. a lot of fighters just constantly. It's all they watch.
4: Yeah, like I watch it a lot, but I also like you got to find the balance because mm-hmm. like I I do it every day of the week, so it's like you got to find the balance. Like, and I'm just realizing this now. I you know you got to have fun. You got to go out with your friends, have fun. Mm-hmm. You got to go. You know you can't be so focused on. Just fighting because it's gonna drive you nuts. Mm-hmm. Imagine what was happened to me. So now I gotta, I gotta balance. I feel good.
1: So what do you do to, to balance? Which, what do you do for fun? I know
4: I just I hang out with my buddies. You know, when I'm not cutting weight, we used to go, we go eat. You know, go out. You know, go to the casino, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Just, you know, just have, anything other than fighting.
1: Do things a normal 25 year old would do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, have fun. Yeah,
4: exactly.
1: <laughs> Enjoy life, man. So, Enjoy life. Are you paying attention to what's going on with the John Jones situation?
4: I am. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't believe he cheated. Again. But, they, they,
1: it was like a minuscule of yeah, what they found they,
4: in him, yeah, right? They, yeah, they said it was a, um, I, f- I forget the name. It was like, it was like a paleogram or something, which is like one billionth of a, <laughs> of a gram. Yeah, a minuscule. So, so the way they explained it was if you took a grain of salt and you, you threw it on the table, what they found is one grain of salt a, like in 50 million pieces. So it, it, it ain't going to do anything. So I don't don't believe that he did.
1: What was Mm -hmm. the deal with them moving it from Vegas to L.A.? Because
4: the the Las Vegas Commission didn't have enough time to go through and then clear them. Like, Mm -hmm. didn't have enough time to investigate it. And the California Commission did. So that's kind of how that – because the UFC is based off commissions. Like, the states run – By the Athletic Commission. By the Athletic Commission. Slave the last say. You know, they they say if you're fighting or if you're not fighting.
1: So – I imagine these state athletic commissions got to be a hell of a lot more stricter than they are with boxing.
4: I'm not too familiar with boxing, but the, some of the MMA commissions are yeah. freaking brutal. Yeah, like, the regulations like,
1: got to be ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. You got to jump through hoops. It's crazy, yeah. Unreal. Who are you rooting for? Guffson, Jones. It's their uh, second fight.
4: I don't know why, but I think John Jones. Yeah. I, I'm rooting for him, yeah.
1: I root for him because he's kind of local, he's regional. Kind of, yeah. He's from I the mean, Binghamton area. Yeah.
4: So I'm. I'm I yeah, I want to see him win. Yeah. You know, he hasn't fallen in a while, so
1: yeah, he's been suspended for what two years? Uh, Has yeah, it been two
4: years? I, yeah, I think two years.
1: Unreal. So and he just keeps slipping up, and you want to see that guy do good. Well, I do. I yeah. want to see that guy do good, right? Just because the home the hometown factor, the regional hometown factor, yeah, 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 and it just because the, I like his family DNA, if you will. I mean, he's got two brothers, got Super Bowl championships. I, I mean that <laughs> family's ridiculous. Talk
4: about that family being athletic. Jesus. <laughs>
1: right. That's crazy. See so I root for this guy just for that factor. But he just keeps slipping up and it's it, it, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it, yeah,
4: it's hard yeah. I mean I can only imagine when he was my age and being a millionaire. Right. Or, you know, more than a millionaire. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, you think about it, you got the world by the balls, you're champ, UFC champ. Yeah. You probably have anything at your disposal at any time. You are gonna slip up. Right, I know right. I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd be kicked out. I'd just be suspended for life if right, it was right. me. <laughs> uh, ruthless Josh Ricky in the house with us today, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your training schedule to come hang out with me, bro. No, no
4: problem. I love, it. I love being here. I love doing this stuff.
1: Awesome, cool. Good. So. We got to keep this open. Then you got a big fight coming up in January. Yeah,
4: it's it's January nineteenth. January
1: nineteenth, and then give us a little uh, insight to what's going on with this fight.
4: So uh, it's January nineteenth in Rhode Island. It's about ten minutes outside of Providence at Twin River Casino. It's a big fight. It's for CES. It's CES fifty four, and um, I'm fighting a good guy. And it's it's a big name, ex UFC guy, and uh, it's gonna be a big win, like a huge win. So it's gonna be a win. I ain't I ain't losing that day.
1: Are you one to put the picture of your opponent up on the on the heavy bag and just start punching his face or no?
4: N- no, I mean, I, no, I just kind of focus on myself. You yeah. know, I know what I like I do good, and um, I just need to get back to that. I need to get back to like being mean and like. I I know when I walk in that cage, I don't care who it is, they're not being me. Yeah. I'm not losing again. And, um, because that, I still think about
1: that. So. Do you consider yourself a split personality? Um, as far, as far as. Like, you, you're you a very humble person right now. Yes, You yes, know, yes. And, and then you get in that ring and you're a complete animal.
4: Yeah, it's actually, um, yeah, I, kinda. Cause when I, like, when I go in there, I'm confident. Mm-hmm. And, um. You know, I I know I'm one of the best. And it's just about proving it. Like that's all it is.
1: Well, you ranked number one in New York State in your yep. division right now. Yes. Which
4: so, uh, you know, it's just about proving it and getting that exposure, and and fighting to my potential. Like how I know I could fight. If I fight how I fight in practice, I, I'll say it confidently that people have a, like a hard time beating me.
1: Mm-hmm. And plus, so. you got to bounce back. Yes. You need a good bounce back, brother. Yeah. And you, the confidence, though.
4: It's that's huge. Com- it, it confidence is. is when you are at like a high level, everybody's good. Mm-hmm. So confidence is like what, kind of what makes it. Like if you can, you know, instill like your game plan better and be confident, that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so, in, this, in this sport, it's always good to have good swag. You yeah. know, good carry about yourself a little bit. You know, yeah. just a little attitude. Attitude goes a long way yeah. in that sport. What song do you come down to? What's your entrance song?
4: So, my last few fights, I couldn't pick the song because it was on TV. Oh, really? So, um, they will not let you pick the song yeah, because copyright. the copyrights and all that stuff. But if I had to pick a song... Damn you, ass cap! <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I walked out to... Um, when I first started fighting, I walked out to a song called Home by Philip Phillips. It's like a slow song, but I just loved it. And then I switched it over to um, Bleed It Out by Linkin Park. There you go. But I think uh, I'm going to go back to the Philip Phillips for yeah. the next one if I... If I uh, if I can pick my song.
1: If I got time, I'm writing you one, bro. All right. I'm going to write you one. I do want it. just aggressive and just, you know, <laughs> it's going to scream Utica. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's the other thing I love that you're out there doing your thing, man, and you're still representing the 315, man. Yeah, I
4: got to. You know, I, you know I, everybody supports me like crazy over here. So, like, I, it's crazy. Like, I if I go out, so many people are coming up to me saying it's awesome. They just watched me, and I'm like, man, that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. who am I? to that? You know what I mean? They don't got to do that. So I think it's awesome. Are you on the UFC radar?
1: Do they I, know I would, about
4: you? I would like to think so. I mean, I like to think I get you know after this win, it's an ex UFC guy. So I mean, I after this win, two, three more wins, and man, I'm close. I I don't know, you know, I would like to think so.
1: <laughs> Jay Stevens saying, "How about bitch better have my money?" It's <laughs> I have a of song, "Bitch Better Have My Money." Okay, but and it came out before who was it, Nicki Minaj? Was yeah, that who yeah, was so, it? Yeah, I think Nicki it was Minaj? yeah. Or one of them. I, I can't remember. She came out with it like two weeks after I released mine. I was like, damn. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that would be a good one, too. <laughs> no, Sharky, you're not fighting. This kid will take you in a second, man. I don't <laughs> care how much you weigh. <laughs> uh. People are chiming in right now. And if everybody who's watching this right now could do us a favor, click the share button, and it would spread the word of, of the ruthless one over here, Josh Ricky, <laughs> and your friends over here at the D. That's for damn sure. So it's January 19th. Do you guys do a, a, like, bus trip? Do you bring, like, the whole gang? Do you have a caravan of people come up so, with you?
4: So, yeah, I actually, like, so I when I go, usually it's just me, my dad, my uncle, and then my coach. My coach meets us out there. And because you got to do weigh-ins the day before and stuff like that, and it's a big process. Yeah. Like, I, to be honest, like, getting ready for a fight, it's crazy. Because I, when I first started this, I didn't know what went into it. Like, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into until now. Like, now I'm so deep in it, it's crazy. So, like, the process of cutting weight, getting training, getting ready for a fight, nobody sees. Like, nobody sees the, like, the the hours, like, that I put in, and dieting, and like, waking up at 4 a.m., going to do conditioning at 10, going to practice at 7, being sore and beat up. No one sees that. Uh, The only only thing they see is the result or the fight. Mm -hmm. So like, man, it's, it's like my dad, if I wasn't for my dad and my uncle, I don't know how, like, I don't know how I'd be able to do it, because they do a lot for me. Like, my uncle helps make t-shirts, and, Finds me fights and my dad like does everything, gets all my paperwork together for my medicals. So they make it, they make it so easy that, you know, all I gotta do is focus on training and my diet.
1: You got great, great DNA in you, brother. Yeah. You do. You got great DNA.
4: So yeah. So, but usually I just go with them, uh-huh. and then I have a big fan. Like all my friends, they a lot of them come to all my fights. Do they? So um, for this one, I'm probably gonna have like thirty people coming, and it's gonna be pretty cool.
1: Nice. So. Like we gotta your next fight after this one, maybe we'll schedule a bus trip and get a crew going. No, you gotta like get that everybody to come. Out. It'll yeah, be cool. hell yeah. Yeah. Especially that first fight in the UFC.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be huge. There's gonna be a lot of people. You know,
1: UFC was in Utica back in June. It's too bad they couldn't get some of the local guys on that bout.
4: Yeah, it's it's hard, you know, because they want the UFC. It's like the NFL. So I mean, they got you. You gotta you know you gotta be one of the best in the world, and you know I wouldn't want it. I want to get on a local car just because it's local. I'd want to be on a card because I, I'm in the UFC. I belong there. And that's, you know, that's my goal. So.
1: Great answer. Great answer. You mentioned diet earlier. Take me through your diet. What, what do you eat? Are you eating throughout the day? Or are you yeah, counting I calories? Eat about, I eat
4: about five times a day. And it's like, um, it's a lot of like chicken, broccoli, uh, cauliflower, oatmeal, eggs, spinach, lots of spinach, then like fruit, stuff like that. And, um... It's about having your carbs at the right time uh-huh. to give you energy for that workout, so that's kind of it's not really what foods I eat it's the amount and what times I eat like before I go to practice and all that stuff
1: okay, so that's so you're more of a scheduled regiment
4: yes I'm on like a on, on a on a time okay time frame of when I eat and stuff
1: so before you're taking that run at four i'm um, are you eating something that, that's
4: fast and I, I just wake up and go do that run okay and then i come back i'll I'll have something like protein shake or something
1: okay, like that. So it's a very heavy protein diet that you're on.
4: Yeah, more yeah, more higher protein, like kind of lower carbs, but not because it all depends on like – I have a lot of carbs before practice mm-hmm. and after practice because you want to refill your carbohydrates after practice, give you energy.
1: Mhm. Like after a workout?
4: Yep, after a workout are carbs, small carbs.
1: Small meal or – um. A lot of it's portion control, right?
4: Yeah, portion control is not – it's not super small. I mean, they're pretty decent size, but um, I mean, I'm I'm the one person to ask because I eat. I don't look like it, but I eat a lot of food. Like, I'll go to Taco Bell and eat like spend like fifteen dollars and eat like all of it. It's
1: because you're Italian. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so,
4: when, I'm, when I'm like fifty years old, I'm gonna be fat.
1: <laughs> Todd, Breda, checking to check in. And what up, Todd? Good to hear from you, brother. He's saying, Josh, you're the man. <laughs> Thank you so much. We we're talking about Pete too. He uh, Pete was a guy that you do you – Practice with Pete, yeah. Along? I
4: used to when I was um, at Duff's. I used to practice with him all the time. Mm-hmm. But him and my other friend, Eric Mendiola, man, we became like wicked close. So I still, Eric trains with me now. And then, but he, he like, he don't train as much because he has his kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Pete's still with Duff, but we all get along like super close. Yeah. Like, we still talk like a few times a week, you know, go out, you know, have fun. So,
1: excellent. There's no mm-hmm. local guys right now, though, huh? Like, yeah. trying to go pro. Yeah. I Are mean, there
4: any? Uh, there's, I'm sure there's amateur guys at a couple other gyms, but I I don't know them personally. But um, it I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's like everybody's trying or you know doing something, but it's it's hard. So. Yeah, you,
1: know, you would think there'd be more pro fighters coming out of the area or coming out of New what about New York State though? There's got to be more there's, coming out ever since MMA was legal yeah, legalized in New York. Yeah, you would
4: there's think a lot. There's a lot. I mean, um. I don't know. I don't know them all because there's there's so many coming in and yeah. out. But uh, there's you know there's quite a few.
1: There's so many gyms, huh?
4: Yeah, all a bunch. I mean, there's a bunch all over the place. I
1: remember there's just one. Yeah. Now there's several. Yeah. They're it's, all over the crazy. place. It's crazy. Do you work out with Matt Hamill at all?
4: Yeah, actually, um, not lately because uh, he moved. But um. Oh, did he? Yep. But uh, yeah, we became like good friends the last like three years, four f- four years, something like that. We used to carpool to Syracuse every um every day because he used to train me in Syracuse. And uh, I worked out for, you know, three three to five years, probably four days a week, five days a week, so.
1: He must have gave you some great advice throughout your He did, it was, uh, he asked
4: me, yeah, he was giving me, like, advice on the UFC, stuff like that, and he was just, other than all that, he was just, like, an awesome guy. Yeah. He was, like, you know, he'd give you a shirt off his back. Seriously? So, yeah, he's like a, awesome guy.
1: He is a great human being, that's for damn sure, I've got to meet him a few times, and very, very, super cool. Yes. Josh Ricky in the house with us. The ruthless one. I like calling you the ruthless yes. one. I don't know why. I just it's a ruthless. Ruthless. Josh Ricky. Is do you have like a website or anything like that? Uh, or nope, just Facebook, just Instagram.
4: Facebook? So um, my Facebook Josh Ricky, and then my Instagram is jrick125. Mm-hmm. So just those two things. Yeah. And then um, I like sticking with those. Keep it simple.
1: Are you a social media guy?
4: Uh, I mean, yes and no. I don't. I don't. Not one of those people that post like. I'm going to get coffee or, you know what I mean? I'm going, I'm going to the store.
1: Look at the donut I'm eating today. Yeah.
4: I mean, if I, if I post, it's either, you know, I'm hanging out with my friends or about fighting and and it's not like every day. It's like
1: more self-promotion.
4: Yeah. And it's more like, I mean, once every couple of weeks mm-hmm. and that's being generous. Like, you know, not a, not a lot.
1: If it was up to you, how often would you fight?
4: If it was up to me, well, I got two answers for that. Okay. If there was no diet involved, I'd fight every two months. But the diet, man, you know, about four every four four months, I would like to fight something like that. Yeah. So.
1: You gotta be real disciplined.
4: Yeah, the diet. Like, if you had, if I had to pick one bad thing about fighting, it's the diet. Mm -hmm. I can't stand it. So like, it's like I hate it, but it's part of it. So every job has like has its bad, you know, bad things. So.
1: Is that your plan when you're done with all this? You're just gonna get fat. Get fat, yeah. Be old, yeah. <laughs> I can't see you doing that. You got too much energy to get fat. <laughs> you do. You got like You're very high energy, man. Yeah, man. So you're, you're sitting there, and January 19th. I forgot what the hell I was gonna say. January 19th is coming up. Twin Rivers Casino in Rhode Island. Yep. Uh, you're fighting a Japanese kid. What's his name again?
4: I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna pronounce it wrong on accident. Okay. So I'm like. Takiki Musadi or something like that. Yeah, Musaki. Um, yeah, actually, how about that? <laughs> it's really, it's really, um,
1: it's hard to pronounce, but yeah. So, do you guys like when you do a weigh-in and stuff like that? Do you have time to like banter against each other? Do you talk shit yeah, to I them?
4: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I mean, believe me, if someone's talking crap to me, I'd give it back. Of course. But um, I mean, I don't. I'm more just, you know, I'm respectful, but you know, it's a fight at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He's coming to beat me up in. The, to be honest, the only thing that stopping that is a referee. Like other than that, you're getting beat. Yeah. You know, if you get beat, you're getting beat up.
1: Sometimes watching and, the weigh-ins um, are more fun than watching the fight, right? Yeah, exactly.
4: Um, but yeah, I, I never heard that many people talk. You know, talk a lot of trash yet. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's gonna come. Everybody, you know, everybody talks crap. So it's, I mean, it's gonna happen. And to be honest, it probably wouldn't bother me because I mean, if you know my family, everybody breaks chops. So if you can't take get, getting your chops broke. You shouldn't have come around my family. So uh, <laughs> I'm used to it. it, you know.
1: Are you a boxing fan?
4: A, a little bit. Not. I don't. I don't follow it tons.
1: Did you watch Wilder and Fury? I didn't. You I didn't it? watch it, but I heard. It, I heard it was a pretty good fight. One of the best fights I've seen in the last 15 years. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying. Incredible. That's cool. Absolutely incredible. What about Connor and Khabib? Did you watch that? Fight? Yeah, I,
4: yeah, I definitely watched that fight, and uh, I I thought it was awesome.
1: Do you think all that at the end was staged? No. 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 You think it if, just tempers if, were flaring? Yeah,
4: like because to be honest, no one understands like the emotions and like even if you're just watching like a cornerman, they don't understand like how you feel. Like it's crazy. Like it's crazy, and um, it's probably like the most. It's probably the scariest. And most adrenaline thing I've ever done. And like I raced motocross my whole life, BMX race. And I I've done some stupid things. And <laughs> this is the scariest thing I do and it never gets easier. And um whoever says they're not scared or nervous is lying. I mean. But um yeah, I yeah. I mean it's it's cool.
1: Connor and and that was such a crazy end ending to that fight. Yeah. Do you I, think they fight again?
4: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But but the thing with that is to be honest, like I didn't think it was that bad, bad. It looked bad because it, it was like on TV and stuff. Right. But if you if you I don't know if you watch NFL football, but I watched like the last like month or two. Some of the guys punch each other in the face every game. Oh yeah. And I'm like it, they're fighting and they punch each other in the face. These guys are playing football and doing it. So I mean, I feel to me that looks worse. Yeah. You know, cuz they're already fighting.
1: The NFL to me has turned into sports entertainment.
4: Yeah. So and all the guys that are fighting were fighters. So they, they get punched in the face. It was just a it was a fight. And then, you know, if you go to a UFC fight, there's fights that happen all the time in the crowd that no one sees. So it's like, to me, it wasn't a big deal.
1: No. but
4: yeah. I hope
1: they fight again.
4: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I th- think, I th- th- I think I th- me personally, I think it'll be the same thing.
1: I think so, too. I don't think anybody could beat could be He's an animal. He's an animal. It's just, he don't stop, too. No. And once you get him on the, once he's on the ground, you're, your game's done. Yeah, he's go- If he's, he's got you, you're done. He's good. He is good. He is good. And, and he what's he fighting at? Like one sixty? Uh, one fifty five. one fifty five.
4: And and to be twenty seven and zero in MMA, <laughs> that's like being unheard of. Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's not you can't find pi anybody else on the planet that's that's twenty seven and zero. Right. I well, think the closest guy is Ben Askren, and he's 18? eighteen, eighteen zero I believe, or seventeen and zero.
1: Well, that's the thing with MMA is like the turnover rate is so high because guys. Lifespan in MMA only lasts what, maybe three, four years.
4: Um, at, at the highest level, maybe, but like, I'd say you got from, say, if you make the UFC, you're 25. I think the average average time to retire is like 37 in UFC now. Uh-huh. It's getting it's getting longer. It is. Like people are fighting longer now. Uh huh. And um, so we'll see. Who knows? Maybe in 10 years it'll be 40. Yeah. I mean, who who knows? But uh, I know, I know I want if you know, if everything goes good, I'm gonna fight until. You know, I I can't do it no more.
1: So your arms fall off. Yeah,
4: I mean, you don't, I'm not gonna. You know, what else am I gonna do? You know, so.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize the lifespan in MMA has gotten. Because before it would just be because like, there's so many guys coming up. Yeah. And it's, and it's just always a turnover. It seems like like who's this guy and who's this guy? There's a new guy coming up. I'm just getting used to what was there before. So there's always a guy coming up trying to take that top spot.
4: Yeah, and because it's, I mean, it's everybody from around the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. So you gotta imagine all the people from like all over the place. But like the NFL is mainly just you know, US. So you gotta picture MMA, like UFC's all over the place. Mm-hmm. So there's like so many people. Yeah. It's like
1: it's it's hard. Who are some of your favorite fighters? Uh I have a Today.
4: few Today. I I have uh Frank Yeager, um Habib, and uh Down So those are my three top.
1: Those are your three tops? Yeah. Any heavyweights in there?
4: Uh if I had a pick Junior Dos Santos. There you go. Or someone like that.
1: Yeah. So, nice. <laughs> There's not too many heavyweights anymore, too. It's all the little guys. Yeah, it you know,
4: is. But, it, like, heavyweight and then my weight class, 125.
1: Yeah.
4: It's hard to find people like that, that are small and big. Yeah. Like, if you look at the middleweight classes. Oh, are they're, they're packed. Flooded. Like, packed. And, um, yeah, it's just how it goes.
1: Yeah. Nice. Right, so if you had your choice, who would you fight? Who would be the guy you want to fight right now? Besides the guy you're about to fight. Like
4: like in the UFC or in something? In the UFC, pro fight.
1: Like any weight class? Any weight class.
4: Any weight class. If I had a pick, my dream, like George St. Pierre or something like that. That would be your dream that'd fight? That would be my dream, yeah. If I ever, like, it would never happen, but if if I had a pick, that would be it probably.
1: Were you watching MMA growing up like as a kid? And- I watched, I want to say like
4: the, the first time I heard about MMA was like Tito Ortiz. Okay. And Ken Shamrock. And then, like, when Chuck Liddell beat Tito Ortiz, everybody's like, oh, my God, this new guy with the mohawk. And I didn't even know what it was. I just thought it was cool. And then I started watching a little more, a little more, and just learning about it. And just, I always thought, when I was, like, a little kid, like, eight years old, I was like, man, I, I would love to do that. Like, I would love to just do it. Like, see what it's like. And, um, like, always. It was never, like, anything else. I was always like, I want to fight. Just, I want to do it. Like, and, and, um, yeah, like, I used to watch him growing up and love it.
1: Did you watch Tito and Liddell in the last fight?
4: Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that. Um,
1: wasn't it kind of sad to watch? Yeah. I thought I, it, it was. You know,
4: I, I can understand because it it's got to be hard to walk away or be so competitive. But, I mean, I'm not in their position, so I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I, I you know, it's hard, it's hard to watch.
1: Yeah. You've done a few podcasts, right? I know I, you were on J.P. Miller's.
4: Yeah, I've done a couple. Uh, I was on the radio a few times uh-huh. on the Killer Show. And then um, JP's podcast, uh-huh. so, and a few other
1: interviews, so. You've done some MMA?
4: Yeah, uh, I do. actually got to do an uh, interview tonight at 9 o'clock for, um, oh, cool. so, for part of the uh, fight.
1: For CSE? Yep, yep. CES, CES
4: rather. Yep, yeah. CES. Oh, yep. that's what it
1: said? Yeah. It's not an acronym? It's just CS? CES.
4: CES, okay. Yes. All right, I don't
1: know. It's new to me. That's a whole new organization. That yeah, it's underwater. a up-and-coming
4: organization. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty big, so.
1: Are you locked in with them, or is this just a one, one and done? I
4: just do one-fight deals okay. for now. So
1: One-fight deals. Yep. Yeah. Because you don't want to lock yourself in just in case, right? Me,
4: personally, I don't, I don't really want to lock myself in unless it's, it's worth my while. Mm-hmm. Um, because with the UFC calls or something like that. Right. So I, I don't want to ever be in that position.
1: Yeah, man. So. It's incredible. So it's coming up on January 19th. And it's at Twin Rivers Casino in Rhode Island. Where Do you know where on the card that you fight? Do they tell you in advance? You don't know until,
4: like, maybe a week, okay. a week out. of you get, like, an idea there. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know exactly where I'll be, but, you know, I'll probably be someone in the middle because so, there's a lot of good names on there, a lot of good guys. Nice. So
1: We got to get you some huge local support for all these fights, man. People locally have been supporting you, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, a bunch. Like I said earlier, like, like when I go out yeah. with my friends and, like,
1: He's taking people, selfies with people and stuff. People
4: come up to me. Yeah, it's a couple people ask for pictures. I'm like, me, like me. Like, you're looking <laughs> at me for a picture, and um, it's cool. It's awesome. We're like, people are like, oh, that's the guy that fought the casino, and it's like, you know, I don't. i me personally. I don't like like to hear that because I'm like, I'm quiet. Yeah. And um, but it's cool here. Like yeah. I don't go. I got. If you don't know me, or are friends with me, or obviously have me on Facebook, you'll never know that I fight, because I don't bring it up. Like, I don't even talk about it.
1: Stay humble, man. Yeah,
4: so, you know.
1: Stay humble. That's the name of the game, brother. Don't ever forget where you came from, too, bro. And and I know I could tell just by talking to you for the last half hour that you have that Utica roots and that Utica about you. Yeah. And, you you know, Utica tough, if you will. (laughs) Then we could start that. Hashtag Utica tough. There you go. Yes, man. This has been great, though, man. Josh, we got to have you come back more. And, like, when you, Anytime you got a fight, please keep us in the loop. Come on. Let's promote you. Let's yeah. get you going. We I need de- to keep this line of communication open. Definitely. Just let me know and I'll come. Absolutely. And it, I'd like to do a bus trip down the road. I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe we could get yeah. down your next fight. I won't be around in January. I'm, yeah. I'm on vacation in January. But um, after, maybe after that. Get Let it going, yeah. Get it going. Give some love to your sponsors too. I know you signed up with our, our boy Alex Carbone and the fitness mill just recently sponsored yes. you guys and who else?
4: Him, um I'm sponsored by Tony's Pizza, Michael T's restaurant, um, Valentino's Banquet. I mean there's there's a bunch. Um one part of time in Main Street. And um I'm trying to think. If I'm leaving anybody out, I'm sorry. There's there's a like there's there's a lot that support me and I appreciate everybody, you know, taking time like time out of out of you know. Of uh, their busy schedule to do stuff for me. That's that's awesome. It is.
1: It's super cool. That's the one thing about this community. It's very supportive. You know, anytime there's a benefit or or, or whatever, th- this community is really really quick to get behind you and, and support yeah. you. And you know, you're out there at a national level representing the three one five.
4: Yeah, and I to be honest, I never thought in a million years it would become this. Yeah. Like like it was. It's a weird. Like I never like. I don't know. I'm just. I just. I'm just a kid that worked hard. That's it. And, you know, that's all, that's all that came out of there.
1: Give me one, man. Give me one. You have all your teeth? All
4: my teeth. I Do got you? A couple, couple, fa- couple fake ones. I just lost
1: one today, actually. couple fake ones. <laughs> couple fake ones? Yeah, yeah two. <laughs> <laughs> two so. fake ones. The dentist must <laughs> like you, though. when they. I, I, yeah, I assume so. I <laughs> <laughs> make them some money, right? Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Any other sports you follow
4: besides MMA? No, I mean, I watch college basketball a little bit. Um, Q's fan? Uh, no, I'm more UCLA. UCLA? Yeah, but I'm not, like, super fan. And um, football, a little like the Chargers. Yeah. But uh, that's about it. I mean, I just, yeah, mainly just fighting, and that's it.
1: Have you raced motocross lately?
4: No. To tell you the truth, I mean, I I miss it. Yeah. I want to do something like that or get a downhill mountain bike. Just to do something when I don't fight or practice. Because, like, in the summer, me and my brother go on the boat, and we wakeboard and do all that stuff. But I'm trying to figure out different stuff to do, too. So he just bought a downhill mountain bike. So now, you know, maybe after this fight, I'll, uh, you know, get one for summer or do something like that. So,
1: get a little personal, real quick. It, like, is there a pay scale, a scale for you when you fight like this? Yeah, like you get make more if you win, yeah, type of thing. If, more if you win. Yep. more you, start, you, win.
4: you make. Um. Do
1: they guarantee you anything?
4: Yeah, you get a guarantee purse. Okay. And if you win, you get a win bonus. Okay. Usually, how it goes.
1: Okay. So, that's excellent. And then, they're pretty much your sponsors cover your travel and your costs yes. and all that other stuff. So, yep, yep. so you always got to give love to your sponsors. Always. You know? And I got to give love to my sponsors too, Utica Coffee too. So there you go. wake the hell up, Utica. Drink okay. Utica Coffee. They got a great uh, great thing going on there down there in yeah, Genesee Yeah, they do. Street. Yeah, they definitely do. Do you drink coffee at all?
4: A little bit. When I'm on my diet, um, the only thing I could drink is black coffee.
1: Yeah. That's it. Yeah, no cream. Or no anything.
4: cream, no nothing like that. So I, I drink that and I, I used to hate it, but now I'm like, I came accustomed to it. But um, other than that, I like like mocha, like iced mocha coffees or something like that.
1: Right on. So so you you finished this fight, you're off your diet. What's the first thing you're eating, brother? The first thing I'm eating, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> I knew you were gonna pizza. say that. Why did I know you were gonna say that?
4: Pizza, chicken wings, chicken riggies, I, everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, I eat so much food. It's it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty. Where do you get pizza from? Uh, I like Venice pizza v- or mm-hmm. something like Joe's. Mm-hmm. I love that. I like Joe stash pizza. Oh yeah, or, or like Venice chicken riggies. I like those.
1: Yeah, so and I can imagine like after you get done with your fight, and it's like okay, I got a day off my diet, or however. Oh yeah, well you no, just go binge. Well, right? see,
4: I'm I'm weird. Like when I'm when I'm not fighting, I don't follow a diet. I eat like I'm the worst. I eat McDonald's, Taco Bell. Oh, you do. So when I start my diet, it's like my body probably goes in the shock. Like what are you doing? Because <laughs> I literally just go cold turkey and quit everything for you know how six weeks usually. But um. Yeah, other than that, I eat, I eat, like, whatever I want.
1: Do you have any fights after this scheduled, or?
4: No, I schedule one at a time. So, just one at but a time. I like time. to stay active every, like, you know, three, four months. I like to enjoy my summers, though. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, you know, I work with my dad in the summer, and then I like to just have fun, hang out with my friends. when I'm on my diet, I can't I can't go out and eat pizza or go, even go out, you know what I mean, and drink do anything. So, it's like. And the only thing my friends do is eat or go eat. out or do something. So. It's
1: Utica. That's all there is to do that's is eat and drink around
4: do. here. <laughs> so uh, I like to enjoy myself in the summer and just, you know, f- fight all winter, enjoy myself in the summer.
1: Yeah, so. That's a good way to be. Yeah. So. Good way to be. Yeah. For sure. Josh, thanks so much, man, for coming in today, man, and taking time out of your training schedule and your busy day. I know you got to go hit Syracuse in a little bit, go yep. train a little bit, and then you got another podcast that you're going to be doing later. So thank you so much for coming in, no man. Problem. Thank this you. I appreciate it. Tom. been a lot of fun. One more time to plug your Facebook if anybody wants to get in touch with you or any of that.
4: Yeah, my Facebook's Josh Ricky, and then my Instagram is jrick125. And you can follow me at those two things. I'll post all my fight news and just some funny pictures, stuff like that.
1: Do any Twitter or any of that? Or? Uh, no, I don't no.
4: use Twitter, nothing like that.
1: Nothing like that. So. Well, well, good luck in January. Kick some ass, man. Make, us, make us proud here, which I'll, I know you will. I'll do my best. I know you will. Before we get out of here, we got to give some love and respect to my sponsors. Got to give love and respect out to Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Check out their showroom at 5865 Tabor Road in Rome and see why all their customers love their Nye V-Dub. If you go into Nye Volkswagen... And you mentioned Disruption Network. Mention you know me. You listen to any of the shows here on the D, they'll give you $250 off any vehicle purchase. Pretty damn cool knowing Uncle Z, isn't it? anyways check out their inventory at nye volkswagen of rome also eja moving company the professional movers if you're looking to relocate move your office or you you got gym equipment you need to move eddie and the guys at eja moving will do all that for you call them today at 315-335-0516 they make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate hit them up online eja moving.com also got to mention too we're having the disruption we've been doing this two years Doing this two years, and we're having a big anniversary party February 9th at Wakeley's. So you're done with your fight. You come hang out with us at Wakeley's, man. I'll come,
4: yeah, definitely. It's
1: happening February 9th. It's our two-year anniversary party. We're going to have food giveaways. We're going to do live podcasting, drink specials, and also we're going to be presenting our annual disruption awards. It's all going down at Wakeley's February 9th, starting at 7 p.m., but the big thing is, Sophista Funk is playing. I'm so excited to get Sophista Funk in here. Great band out of Syracuse. If you haven't checked them out, go Google them right now. I definitely will get your day going and get your butt moving and your foot tapping. Sophista Funk rocks. Great band. Ease Beats and Biz also on hand, providing the ones and twos, as all the DJs like to say. I don't know. I'm cli- I feel like I'm being cliche right now. but <laughs> Anyways, it's all going down. February 9th. Come hang out with us over at the D. I'm going to do an EC Radio tomorrow. I normally don't do Friday. But I am going to do this Friday, which is tomorrow, with Mike Santa Lucia from The Bomb. And uh, next week i got a couple shows, and then I'm headed out on vacation, baby. I'm going to on vacation. So we're going to be, I don't know, maybe Chicken will do the show, or somebody will come in. I'm sure there's going to be a takeover here and there while I'm away on vacation. But uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm actually looking forward to getting out of here, getting out of the snow for a couple of weeks. and. Go hang out in the beaches of Jamaica. There we go. <laughs> I can't wait. I am super excited. But uh, tomorrow, Mike San Lucia from the Bomb will be starting up at two o'clock tomorrow, talking all things Bomb. And they've been together, man. They twenty years. I think they've been a band locally. So. I'm looking forward to chopping it up with him. Also, you can listen to this podcast and previous podcasts of VC Radio and all the content we have here on the D at disruptionnetwork.net. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us, like, subscribe, share, retweet, tweet, all that shit. We do that. We're social media whores, if you will. That's what happens here at the D. And Josh, one more time, man. Good luck to you on the 19th. Kick ass, brother. Bring home, that, bring home that W, and uh, soon you'll be in the UFC. I can feel it.
4: Thank you. I, I appreciate
1: tons. I could definitely feel it. You're going to be bringing home something. One day you're going to have gold around that waist, <laughs> man, that 125-pound waist of yours. Is I gonna, hope so. You're going to be draped with gold, brother. I could feel it. I could feel it. We will see you tomorrow. Later.
0: You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC
1: Radio.
2: Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society.
0: Come celebrate as the D turns two years old. Saturday, February 9th at Wakely's, 700 Barrick Street in Utica. This year, we bring in the party with Sophistifunk. East Beats and Biz will be getting the crowd warmed up with old school hip-hop and funk. There will be food, drink specials, giveaways, and we'll be giving out our annual D Awards. Save the date, Saturday, February 9th at Wakely's. The D, Sophistifunk, East Beats, and Biz all join in forces to deliver a powerhouse of a party. Disruption Network, two-year anniversary. That's what's
1: up. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and breaking everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving. Relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com.
2: Hey Disruption Network, this is Mike Sacco, the General Manager at Nive Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nive VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Tabor Road in Rome or visit us online at 9vwofrome.com.
3: The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs.
0: The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get up on the D, Disruption Network.net.